Welcome to the Social Selling Simplified Podcast. I'm your host, Ashley Shaw, and I'm a social selling obsessed educator with a passion for health, fitness, and all things marketing and systems. We're all about delivering results producing strategies and getting super clear on how to scale and grow your online business. You're going to learn about all things marketing and see what actually works. It's true that success leaves clues. Take it from one of our very own listeners, Dana, who left this review. Hey, Ashley, honestly, thank you so much for being you and doing what you do. I've loved every minute of this episode. It's really got my brain going and I can't wait to listen to more. I've done your free done for you five day and I purchased the 20 done for you posts and I simply cannot say how amazing my interaction with people was when I was using your posts. One day I will have purchased all of what you offer. Thank you again for you. XO Dana. Dana, thank you so much for this review. If you are loving this podcast, finding yourself motivated to grow your business or enjoying all the marketing tips, do me a favor and help me spread the message. Leave me a rating or review and I may just share your message right here on the podcast. Welcome to Social Selling Simplified. I'm your host, Ashley Shaw, and we are talking about finding your niche. Who are your people? So this topic tends to come up for people that are maybe sometimes new into direct selling, but other times it's like you've been in the business for a while and maybe you're just really starting to try to hone in on who your ideal customers are because you're just sick and tired of talking to people that are not interested, just end up ghosting you and you're just burnt out. You've spent way too much time talking to people that aren't your people and you're ready to dive in and find your people. And The other side of the coin may be that you're a beginner to this. You are wanting to find your niche, but you might not want to say no to anyone. And that is something we're going to get into as well. But you are really just trying to carve out that spot in the market that you can really serve. And you're just not sure how to go about finding your people. We're going to start off by talking a little bit about how finding your people is actually really, really like dating. When you think of a dating situation, usually you have maybe an unsaid list of things that you're really looking for in a partnership. So think back to before I met my husband, there were certain things that I was looking for. Like, obviously, I wanted to be attracted to said person. Uh, I wanted to ensure that they had values and integrity and were somebody that had also ambitious goals and someone that I could see myself achieving those goals with. Someone that maybe was entrepreneurial because I was very entrepreneurial, somebody that didn't have a bunch of debt and somebody that you know was good with money because I wasn't great with money. These were some of the things that you know maybe I it wasn't like I ever made a list of these things, but if you would ask me what I'm looking for in a partner, like these could have been some of the things that would have come to me. I don't know where this thought really comes from that we think with business, it's so much different and that we shouldn't have a list of those things because the last thing you really want is to build a business around a whole bunch of people that don't really fill your cup, like a bunch of people that, for example, are the opposite of what you really thrive on. Let's say they are customers that All they do is complain. They just look at the downside of things. They don't take action. They just perform a lot of lip service in terms of like saying they're going to do things and then not following through. 
you really don't want to build your whole business around attracting those sort of people. Yet, if we're really not specific in who we do want to attract, we can draw all these different types of people in. So although we may not make this list before we go out and find a partner, we definitely think about it and we know those traits that we want in that person. It's really a good idea to think about those same things in your business. And This can manifest itself as a list of values in your business. If you think about the things that you really love when you're working with people, this can be a really good indication. I think about, you know, I really like when someone is encouraging and they're always looking at the positive side. And that is something just in their DNA because you definitely, there are people that always look at the negative side and there are people that can always look at the positive side and find a positive. I prefer people that are on the positive side of things. That may be something that I include in my values and my business values. Another thing may be that I really like when people make things clear and they are not just sitting in overwhelm. I'm a sucker for simplicity. So that's something that's really important to me in my business is that I have people that can help make things really clear. And it's interesting because when business when you think about business values, It can come to be values that your business operates under or when you're going to attract team members or customers. So I tend to like to attract customers that also thrive on simplicity because I'm somebody that thrives on that as well. So you want to think about all those things that are like your perfect harmony. When those are in line, you feel really good about the people you're working with or the customers that you're serving. The other way you can think about this are what are the things that make you really angry or that you do not thrive under? I really, hmm, let me think here. There are definitely a couple of things that I do not work well under. I would say when I don't feel like I'm part of a team, like it's a really, you know, I'm just for myself that does not work well with me. And I find that if I compare this to like a business or customer value, it's when there's no... I guess like a hundred percent blame on other people. And there's no like taking accountability for your part that does not sit well with me. I think that that mindset prevents you from growing in your business. So that would be something that would sort of be an opposite example. Another example may be if uh, it really makes me angry when I have someone that does not pull their weight on the team or as a customer, like I, I'm not going to follow through on my posts yet. I'm expecting results. Those are just a couple of examples. I think that when we turn that question on its head in terms of what makes us angry, it does also help us to figure out our values and who our people are. There are other things, other questions you can ask yourself around, you know, what do I identify with? So for me, I work with my partner in the business. So entrepreneurs that are married, that's definitely one of the values and my people, when I talk to people that are dealing with those same situations, I especially find in the private strategy sessions that uh, Bill and I do, we deal with a ton of those people that have their partner involved. And usually the partner is the tech and the people that you know we're speaking with are the passion behind the business. So really working with them, that is putting us in our sweet spot. Who else are my people? The ones that you know, now becoming a new mom and not having as much time, people that don't have time are my people, the ones that need a system that just want to get things outsourced so they can move forward in their business and focus on bigger and better things. Those are my people. So that is looking more about how I identify uh, myself 
And what are some of the things that, um, you know, that I can just identify with as a human being. So just as a quick recap, we want to think about three main areas. We want to think about what are the things we value? What are the things that make us angry? And what are some characteristics that we identify with as a person? All of these things should help you get more and more clear with your list of the people that you want to work with. And why this is so important is that the more clear that you are on who your people are, the more that you can be conscientious of what kind of posts you put out there and who you are attracting. Because that old thought about, oh, I don't want to turn anybody off. I just want to get all these people. It's like, you know, when you go after everyone, nobody's going to notice, right? Or if you're just spraying and praying, I guess the the real uh, quote is, if you are speaking to everyone, you're speaking to no one. And I, th- I believe that's by Marie Forleo. And so it's this idea that you don't want to try to set a, a net for everyone because that net's going to span way too big. And you're just not going to get the quality people that you really need to work with in your business. What you really want to focus on is that niche idea of who you work best with. I often find too, looking at your skills or education can be very, very helpful as well in figuring out who your people are. One of my skill sets is writing and copywriting. And that's really where I learned there are a lot of people that don't like that component of social media. They they don't like it at all. That's where my skill set really comes into play is that I can help those people if that's an area that they struggle with, but they still want to grow their business because you still need to have a solid social media strategy in order to grow your business. But we can't fool ourselves. We're not going to be good at everything and nor should we try to be. It's all about being able to scale your business by hiring people in the areas that you're not great in or that you don't want to become great in. It's just not your area of passion. So that's another way that you can think about who are your people that you really, really want to help. And I think the more clear you are in those things, not only does your social media plan get more and more solid and it works more and more effectively, but I think the definition of insanity is just working with people that you don't want to work with and then thinking you hate your business when that's not really the case. You just hate the people you're working with. And I had a branding coach once tell me that you are in a resonance when everything around you is in harmony. So you're working with people you want to work with. Everything like sort of feels right and it feels light and airy versus you're in dissonance, which means things feel hard. It feels like you don't want to work with you know certain people or certain customers. Your business feels heavy. That's when the people that you're surrounding yourself with, you don't share the same values. So ultimately, when we talk about finding your niche and who your people are, What we're really, really getting to the root of is finding the people that share your same values so that you can actually help them. Now, if this is an area of interest and you're really, really trying to get clear on this because you know how important it is in your business, you definitely need to check out Social Selling Secrets. This is a 12-month program that we actually offer inside of the Authentic Marketing Funnel Membership. And it is a game changer. Now, we do have a module on finding your values and it's super duper helpful. So definitely make sure to check out 
social selling secrets, which is on our website under the shop button. And you can check that out if you just want to look at the modules and and what's involved, or you can check out the authentic marketing funnel membership to see how that could help you in your social selling business. So thank you so much guys for listening to this episode of Social Selling Simplified. And I would love to hear your biggest takeaway. So make sure to drop that in the comments below and we'll see you next time on Social Selling Simplified. Hey coach, if you're not getting engagement on your posts and you're not sure why, or you want to find challengers and coaches, but they're not coming to you and you don't know what you're doing wrong, or you want the shortcut to growing your coaching business fast, but feel like there's something keeping you from gaining momentum. My ideal customer cheat sheet is designed specifically for you. I like to call it my secret weapon and you will too. You can post pretty pictures with great captions, but if you're not talking directly to your ideal customer, you won't get what you're looking for. My ideal customer cheat sheet contains a process most coaches have never even heard of, and it will help you get crystal clear on exactly who your ideal customer is and how to talk to them. That's what makes this your new secret weapon to slowing the scroll for immediate engagement. Go check it out at ashleyshaw.ca slash ICCS. That's ashleyshaw.ca slash ICCS.